Welcome to the Black Men Think Podcast. If this is your first time here, know that the views and opinions expressed by the Black Men Think Podcast, are those of the Black Men Think Podcast and not the individual members. With that being said we're about to be unapologetically, undeniably black. Enjoy. Hey man, so first off, welcome to the Black Man Think Podcast. Um we got uh I don't I'm on, I don't what do y'all call me on this, JD? I, I can't remember what people call me on, on the podcast. But we're here tonight live. We're recording this live, and um uh, we got C Wiz in the building tonight. And we thought, like, hey, what would be a good idea? Let's see if we can invite some people in. So we're doing this real time. So 20 minutes from now, it might only be me and Corey right now. Uh, or we might have some other listeners come in because we did this very impromptu. Uh, after our last pod, we decided like it was super heavy. So we wanted to kind of have like a real chill moment. So, um, you know, just really catch up and, and, and just vibing with the people. So um, hopefully we'll get some people in here. If not, me and Corey going to catch up and see what's going on <laughs> in, in each other's lives, man. But how, how are you, bro? Let me start there. How are you doing? Hey, man, look, one day closer to retirement each day I work. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plan, hopefully sooner rather than later. Right, right. But but, but for real, man, just really, man, just – Trying to stay safe out here. It's a lot of stuff going on. So, bro, um, man, just lot. trying to lay, trying to lay low, man. And you know, it's you know, it's spring, summer weather. Well, summer approaching, and it's just like you hear so much stuff going on, it make you not even really want to go out. To be honest, dog, outside um, is over with for you, boy. I, I mean, not even that. I was like an outside person like that for real. Outside of working. Excuse me, but yeah, dog, it's crazy. Especially, I mean, I'm sure it's going on everywhere, but you know, it's amplified more because we're here in the city, and so some things that's been right. going on. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's cool. I mean, I'm not opposed to going out, but it's just like, I mean, I can just do what I need to do early in the day, and then just try to get home and just chill. Because, I mean, I don't know, man. It just, it's always something. Mm-hmm. Um, just seem like crazy, unnecessary stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to be a part of that. Even just people driving crazy on the roads and stuff. Like I've seen, and I noticed this a lot since the pandemic. I don't know what it is, but people drive so carelessly. It's it's awful. Duh, so crazy. Every And it's like everybody in a hurry to go nowhere. That's what it seems right. like. Exactly. I was... But, um. I was coming from playing golf today and now it was an 18 wheeler. Like, just like it made me feel like he was trying to run me off the road, bro. I was just going down camp Creek and I'm talking about dude got, I don't, maybe he wasn't paying attention, bro, but we was on at a light and you know how when you had a light, he wasn't, at, he was coming up to the light, but we were all stopped at the red light and, and the light mm-hmm. had turned green. And, you know, everybody is starting to accelerate from, the, you know, the light changing. But he was coming off the exit kind of, so he was already moving. And, though he just, like, he wasn't going to stop. He ended up, I had to get over into the other lane, and he switched lanes at the same time to the other light. So he switched lane. We were in the center lane. And he was 
coming up fast and you know we were all starting to pull off just starting to go and i ended up having to swerve to the left lane and he swerved to the right lane i'm like bro you gotta slow down yeah. like what's going on with you i don't know what he was on yeah there ain't no telling man it's, it's like, just it's just crazy man but the gas prices keep going up man the roads might be um <laughs> roads might be empty bro dog all right, so here's here's the thing about the gas, right? If we being honest, so and I'm in my rope tonight, y'all. If y'all can't see, I'm really in chill mode for real. But um, the thing about the gas is, like, no matter what happens with the gas, we still gonna pay for gas, right? Oh yeah. But yeah. I would be lying, man, if I didn't say it was just ridiculous, bro. Like, I, I'll tell you what happened, and, and I think I was talking to y'all when I was like, man, I just we were on vacation. And I was like, man, I just filled up in South Carolina. It was gas for like 4.30 or something like that, I said. But yeah. it must have just went up that day. Mm-hmm. Because when we filled up before we left, you know, gas wasn't nothing outside the norm or whatever. But it must have went up like overnight, bro. Because I thought it was just high in South Carolina. But when we got back, it was yeah. high here too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So- yeah. I read something that said it went up like 20 some cents. I don't know, you know. What was the time frame it, in okay. which it went up? But yeah, it, it went up. It jumped up pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. No, um, no, it's crazy though, bro. And yeah. I was reading something. They said gas can get up to ten dollars, but they, I think they were talking about in you know places like California, not, not Georgia. 10, that that's still crazy, man. Ten dollars, bro. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Five dollars is a lot. Four dollars something now is a lot. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, bro, I really man, I never be a joke. But like you filling up, you think did I eat today or did I do whatever today? <laughs> when I you gotta make real life decisions, bro. For real, man. I'm like, yeah, no unnecessary trip. I need to start planning out everywhere I need to go so I can make sure I hit everything when I'm on a particular side of town. Facts. <laughs> it, it's crazy, man, and and that's why everything else keep going up because. It costs the truck drivers more to fill up their trucks because so it, it basically is gonna trickle down to the consumer. Mm. And we're gonna be the, you know, we're gonna be the ones seeing, you know, that that final cost and bro, it's crazy, man. But they were saying it's like it's the oil company that's really um the like the the culprit behind it. It's not like about the yeah, so I'm still trying to I don't I'm trying to figure out is it because of what was going what's going on between Ukraine and um Russia? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Or is it so I don't I don't know. Um I mean I'm hearing different so I haven't really done any research. All thing I do I'm doing is looking at, you know, these prices of um gas when I'm passing by different gas stations. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to see what, you know, what should I be on a certain side of town to get gas, but bro, it's all four dollars and something now. Yeah, <laughs> I think I paid four, four. I forgot thirty nine, maybe four forty nine, somewhere around there. Um, for but you, you get okay. I was about to say you get eighty seven mm-hmm. or eighty. Okay, no, eighty seven is still that much. So, so what? At what point do you you um uh, upgrade to like what is it eighty nine and ninety three? Never. It depending on your well, <laughs> depending on your car. Yeah, some, yeah, yeah. Some yeah, cars yeah. require some cars you have to get. I want to say maybe Infinity, Acura maybe, 
you have to get um and probably i mean i'm sure other cars um you have to get probably supreme um, yeah i mean you know if you're driving certain foreign cars you know or, or luxury brand cars then yeah you right. should i got yeah, a four bro i yeah. uh, i don't i don't think i require 93 in my um yeah in my my ford where well, i got ford edge so I, yeah I'm just cool. whatever the manufacturer recommend and i mean if you want to do you know 89 93 that's up to you but yeah yeah you, you're catching it but yeah but, but those, those those i was about to say those with big suvs yeah they really feel them bro bro i got it like, like i said i have an suv but mine is not like a it's kind of what do you consider a four edge so it's it's a step Probably down a mid-size a, a mid suv yeah because it's a step down from like the uh ford explorer yeah. and their biggest one would be a ford expedition right expedition, so yeah. yeah so but still even with with the edge bro i'll tell you like we normally will fill up around a quarter of a tank and it still mm. hit us right at like 60 60 to 65 bucks on that so yeah it's up there now bro ain't nothing you can do yeah. about it it's gone no nah, yeah you can't just hope you know pray for brighter days and the gas drop back down shoot three something sound good right about now see this and is what i'm it, on bro. and that and that's high bro this is what i was about to say this is what i'm on because i feel like that's the setup bro like yep. so you jump it up to and yeah we gonna we'll move on from gas but like look man we we 35 plus year old men gas is a big deal right now in, in, exactly. in our life but look it's like you get so comfortable with paying the four to five bucks to when they drop it back down to 398 you like oh man a relief but like bro mm -hmm. six months ago gas was like low three dollars if that yep. maybe like 299 or something so I'm like, yeah, that's that this setup. Is, this is where public transportation is a plus. Man, all right. So shout out to King Williams because we had King on the podcast. And if y'all haven't seen that episode, y'all make sure y'all go back and um check in with that episode. We talked about gentrification, but that was just like a small part of the conversation. He really put us on game on just like the public transportation system and like just uh zoning and planning in the city of Atlanta and how our city just was not built like the plan was not in place for us to be as big as we were we continue to build highways and expand highways putting more cars on the road as opposed to improving our public transportation we all have been on martyr before and we can all tell you that that's not a good experience versus being in a place like new york where I don't need a car. I can live in New York and never have to worry about having a car, but down here, not so much. Marta can only take you, but so far when you're in the city, bro. So yeah, we got to figure that out. Cause they, I just saw they expanding like 400. They're going to expand 285. These are billion dollar projects, bro. And I'm like, no. I mean, if you, if you work on the Marta line, or where you can martyr the bus. If everything that centers around your life around it, then you're good. But that that's gonna be kind of hard to do because I mean it, it just doesn't work out like that. I mean it's doable, but it's gonna be probably rare for somebody to be able to do everything and say, you know, I hop on the train to do everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
a train and bus to do everything here because it's just stuff is so spread out and it's like you're gonna have to drive at some point right right um, and that's that's yeah. the biggest deal bro because you can't hop on the the like you said the train and then turn right back around and, and think that you're going to get right on the bus and be at your destination. Like most situations here, you're going to have to go bus train, mm -hmm. then bus again. And you're probably yeah. walking after, after you get on your last stop on the bus. There's no yep. situation that most people just live on the line, like a rail line. Yeah. So that's, that's one of the, the biggest things. I remember taking it, doing the, um, taking the, taking martyr to work and it was bus train bus yeah but, but man getting off of work and walking where i work is across the street the, the bus stop was across the street bro getting off of work trying to cross the street and see that bus pass by and you gotta wait for the next one bro that's man. it <laughs> no bro they, are they running late bro you messed up, man. Duh. Okay, to, bro. You ready to get home, man? It's like, bro, I ready to see the traffic. At least I know I'm headed in the right direction. And, and you got to think about it too, right? Because where we used to stay at, the 95, the, the notorious 95 in Atlanta. If y'all don't know it, 95 rides down Metropolitan. And if you've been in Atlanta long enough, you know that's Stewart Avenue, right? So it goes from West End train station. And leaves out of West End train station and then turns on Abernathy and then turns on Metropolitan and rides all the way down to, I think, like Hapeville, right? It goes all the way to Hapeville, somewhere up that way. It basically just rides, it just rides straight down Metropolitan. So what y'all don't know, if y'all haven't been in Atlanta, what Metropolitan is, is a road that there is a bus stop on just about every block. <laughs> <laughs> so... If you live close to the West End train station, then you're good to go. You might have oh, good. three or four stops. Corey and I, at the time, when we were roommates, we lived on close to the Cleveland Avenue side of uh, <laughs> Metropolitan. So we had to stop on, no exaggeration, bro. Like, what, what would you guess how many stops we had to stop before we got to the crib? Uh, let me see. I probably can think. From West End... Leaving West High, so we're pulling out. It's a train station. I mean, it's a bus stop. I think right there by Queen City. Yep. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, Peaches is that Peaches. Peaches? Whatever. Peaches. Whatever that. Queen, I'm gonna Queen City. Whatever. It they, was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Unless the name change. Whatever. It's one right there. I guess. Let me see. One. At least, if I guess, one, two, three, four, five. I would say a good ten before we even got to the crib. And in the car, it, I think, I, th you, I you think, think it's more than that. One hundred percent more than <laughs> from, that. I'm talking. No, I'm talking about from from the train station to where we stayed. One hundred percent, bro. Hold on, give me one second. I'm looking bro, this it up. It could have been more than ten. Let me think. Let me think. No. Like one, two, three, four. Yeah. Uh, so check this out. Six. No, I gotta be ten, bro. No, it can't I, be no more than ten. It, it I, wouldn't be max fifteen. I think you all the way wrong and don't even realize it, bro. Hold on. This is what I'm about to do. <laughs> Let me we look. Talk... You said what now? It couldn't be no more than 10. No way. No, I'm not exaggerating with you. Hold on. I'm trying to see. Okay. One. What's the. Okay, here we go. 
Cause I'm just counting the blocks, right? That's really what it is. You, I mean, so you. Like, yeah, you, it's usually like at just about every light. It's no more than ten lights. Um, it's it's less than. So we're looking at Queen City. Uh huh. We got then one at the corner of Abernathy, right before you turn. One, the yeah, one, yeah, yeah. So that's two. Then now that yeah. you're on Metropolitan, you got you got Shelton one. was the main. That's that's three. three. I know Lillian Avenue was one. That's four. You got Pierce Avenue, five. You got Catherine Street, six. Malin was definitely one. That's seven. It wasn't one at every at every intersection, bro. Just mainly about. the lights. I'm saying definitely. Yeah. At the oh, lights. yeah. Definitely at the lights. Definitely at the lights. Definitely at the lights. But those the ones that I'm telling you right now, those are like main intersections. Yeah, uh, Malin, Malin, it definitely was one at Malin. Is University Malin past the gas station. That's the, that's uh, the gas station. That's right before I you get Malin is right before you get to University Avenue. Okay, okay, that might be the one by the gas station. So, and you got Lexington Avenue. That's by the gas station. Then you got University Avenue, of course. Then you got Deal. It definitely one at on Deal. Oh yeah, well Deal, yeah one at Deal. <laughs> then it's another one there. Genesee right turned to per- per- Perkins Park. That Genesee. Yep. Genesee, okay. it was it's def- gonna be by Metropolitan by the no, college. There's one on Deckner. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh then yeah, you got Metropolitan College. Yeah. Then you got Claire Drive. Probably, okay. Probably and, another one by the Shell. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, Shell. Yeah, the Shell Station. Then you got Fair Street. Dumb. That's what you what is what is that? That's probably that's probably ten there, huh? Bro, I'm way I'm way over ten. We was at seven by the time we turned the corner. <laughs> it's a lot. We I mean I put it like it's it's a lot. It's a lot, especially on a, a evening after you don't work. I mean, mind you, if you get off of work at like four thirty five o'clock, bro, by the time you get to that spot where we're talking about, it's close to six o'clock. Easy. And and it's either somebody getting off or they getting off. Yeah. Oh, and, no, it, and don't let it and don't let it be. I mean, you know, that, I mean, you know, it, people got to get around how they get around, but don't let them be somebody in a wheelchair because they have to stop and uh, you know let the bus down. Which you know it, that's the procedure, but it just. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not basically all what we're trying to say is it's not convenient taking public transportation. Not um, in the, not in the city of Atlanta. Not at no, all. Not in the city. Not at all. Now, if you're going that, you know, if you're going to a game or something, yeah, of course, it, airport, yeah. yeah, you're good because those places you can take straight train. If you just had to deal with a train, it wouldn't be so bad rather than a, um, a bus because the train moving faster than the bus. So, yeah, but, um, yeah, it's not, uh, it's not convenient. No, the train is cool. If I if I lived at Lindbergh Station and was trying to go to the airport, then I'm good to go. If oh yeah, you're good. Yeah, and yep. I'm leaving Lindbergh and going to Linux. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, bro, it, it's it's not what's up. But no. yeah, we um we had we had and shout out to our our listeners too. Um, we've had some questions that came through in our uh, DM, and I'll you know I'll put it out there. I'll tell you now that this is something that we we will probably have to going more detail with and we'll have mo here on the pod in a couple of maybe next week 
and kind of going through this in some detail. But I did want to shout this guy out because he, he sent this question. It's a lot. So I'm going to read it and, and then we can kind of go through and break some of it down. So I said, hey, what's up, bro? I have a question for y'all. My name is I don't know if you want his name. Shout out. So I'll say C. This is uh, my name is C from Louisiana. Um, I only have a single parent as a mother uh, from the job. I don't quite understand what he mean by that, but he says he's 23 right now and he's interning for an engineering company and he's the only black person there. And he remembers us talking about the only black person in the environment. And uh, my girl told me about podcasts and I started listening to y'all and I enjoy listening to them in all aspects. And I'm on episode 27 right now. So first off, shout out to you from starting from the beginning and then playing catch up and not just like diving in. Now we're on like episode 70, 71, something like that now. So you got a long way to catch up with us. So we salute to you for starting at, at one and going all the way through. Um, we said I've been doing my best teaching myself how to become a man. Uh, but I want to figure out what do I need to do as a man to, you know, take care of my mom, my future wife, because I know she is the one been dating for three years and been knowing her since junior high. And what do I need to know whenever I have kids of my own? That's my question. y'all. So first off, it's a lot of information right there. So <laughs> I think um, salute to you, uh, C, for asking that question. But I think for us, it'll probably be best if we kind of like take bits and pieces of this and, and then, you know, we can talk about it a little bit here and then we can kind of move forward and uh, talk about it in, in the following weeks. So was there any part of that that stood out for you, Corey, that you wanted to um, kind of tackle first? Um, probably the part about, you know, what was it? What can you do to be a, a man or, or? Yeah, yeah. What was it? No, I'm saying what was it? Um, I don't want to rephrase this question. Oh, yeah, yeah, no problem. He says, uh, I've been doing a lot. I've been doing my best teaching myself how to become a man. But I want to figure out what do I need to do as a man to, you know, take care of my mom, my future wife, because I know that she is the one that. So those are two separate things. So maybe. Yeah. So the first thing was like how to become a man and, you know, taking care. So first he's equating. That's. Oh, I asked you the question, so you can go ahead first, but I, I do have something I want to say on that. So, I'll, I mean, I'll address the, him, like, you know, trying to, you know, become a man. Not become, well, become a man, develop as a man, rather, I guess. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, so, I, I would say, man, just um, surround yourself with, you know, surround yourself with the right people, um, whether it's family members, close friends, or whoever, people that you kind of see, you know, that are, um developing and or or who are developing or have developed into the type of man that you want to be and you know get advice from them i mean we're all human um we all make mistakes things you're going through is they've probably been through it um and they're they can be the, the best people to you know to, to try to show you the way um right. a lot of stuff you're gonna you're gonna learn trial and error um it happens man you know um some things in life, you know, you may never discuss with somebody and it may happen to you. So it's like, you know, when that time comes for somebody else, you can be that role model. So that would be my thing. Surround yourself with the right people. Um, you know, make sure the circle that you have is, is the people that going to lead you in the right direction. And, right. and you know, um, I mean, it's, it's every, every day you learn something new. I mean, so um, just be open to, you know, what may come your way because, um, 
you'll have curveballs thrown at you all the time, but um, that's that's part of the process and part of the journey of becoming a man. Yeah, no, I, I second everything you just said. Um, it is a process, number one, and, and I would definitely say find somebody or maybe not even just one person. Like you might have to find multiple people, uh, but a mentor of sorts just to to help guide you because, you know, something that he said, I'm assuming that he he, he came in a uh, came up in a single parent household and there's not a lot of male figures around. So I'm, I'm assuming that. Um, but, you know, you do have to have some positive male role models in your life some and you know they may not be family they may not be blood related but they may be you know a boss at your job or uh, maybe a teacher or or someone in uh, in that in that space but i think it's it's super imperative that you find someone that looks like you number one um and someone that you can kind of relate to because you know it's all about seeing your, your, your reflection and I, I think that if you're someone that's in a space where you didn't have that growing up, you know, the best way to find that is you're, you're going to have to put yourself in situations that you, you might be uncomfortable with. So, like, if you're somebody that's not really used to speaking or entertaining other people, I, I think you have to find a way to get into some of those spaces because it'll help with your development, right? Like, if you're in rooms with people that are doing a better than you quote unquote, or people that um, the things that you're looking for, right? Like you're looking on how to take care of a family member or um, you know, how to be there for your future wife, then, you know, you may need to find someone that's in that position. So find someone who's married, um, find someone who may be a caregiver to their, to their mom or their dad uh, and, and kind of pick their brain and, and see how they move. And, you know, don't be afraid to ask those questions to those people because, you know, it's just repetition. You have to be in a space with someone that's doing something that you want to do in order to kind of learn from and pick their brain and, and um, you know, see how you can move forward. But that's that was my, you know, my piece to you were about to say something, Corey. Yeah, I was going to say, too, don't be afraid to let somebody know that, you know, you may admire them or, you know, right, right. you see them as a role model because sometimes people people can't see, you know, the skills and gifts or whatever that they may yeah. have until somebody bring it to their attention. So, you know, be open to letting someone know that and they, you know, you never know what they might be, you know, willing to, you know, take you under their wings wings mm -hmm. to try to show you show you the way. But I mean it's, you know, me as a man now, I'm still learning, still developing, still got a long way to go. Um, and you know, it, it, it never stops, but um don't don't discount what you learn at your age now because it's people right. under you, you know, people younger than you that's gonna one day be at your age, especially, you know, in twenty twenty two, because years ago, I mean things are way different from when I was your age mm -hmm. several years ago. So it's like, you know, don't discount what you the think the skills and gifts that you have for other people and even older people because i mean older people can learn from younger people too so right right yeah yeah no no that's real man um that i that part that you just said too just like older people learning from younger people and like younger older people learning from younger people and younger people holding from learning from older people that is a tongue twister at 11 o'clock at night my bad but uh 
yeah, that openness to learn from anybody, I think that is super important because, um, hey, I mean, the, the knowledge can come from anybody, man. Like I've learned stuff from a 15 year old that made me, I mean, even me with kids, man, I'm learning things from my kids just being around them that I, you know, didn't even have to think about as an adult, you know, so you have to be in a space willing to be open to learn. Um, the one part that I'll say about that he mentioned about taking care of his, of his mom. Um, I want to say this and I want to say this with all due respect, because I know there are people that are caregivers to their parents. Um, and if you're in that position, I understand. But what I will say is that, you know, I think in, in development of a man, you have to be very careful about that part, um, making it an, an obligation, especially if you're trying to do it before you've actually figured out who you are. Um, because what can happen is you spend so much time in development and trying to help mom out, regardless of what mom, because, uh, you know, uh, everybody's situation is different. I do want to stress that like some people come from single parent households where they mom literally did everything, worked several jobs to take care of. And you kind of feel like, Hey man, I want to, I want to make sure I help mom out. Uh, but I, I, I do want to stress that the importance of like, Hey man, while you might want to help mom out, you have to learn how to take care of you first, because if you're constantly trying to take care of somebody else and you haven't take care of yourself, resentment is going to come in you are, you know, it's it, resentment is definitely like the big one, but you haven't gave yourself a chance to develop truly. And you end up putting yourself in a hole trying to take care of, you know, someone else before you ain't taking care of yourself. And, and so that starts a cycle that keeps going and keeps going. And, and, and that's a cycle that's very hard to get out of. So while I'm, I'm all for helping mom and dad and, and brothers and sisters extended family out, the, the best advice I can say is just make sure that you are taking care of yourself and developing yourself first before you go out and, and try to help, um, you know, a family member, uh, regardless of who that family member is. I think it's just super important that you take care of home first and then you start branching out because, you know, that 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 old saying is like, man, when if you're constantly taking care of everybody else, what happens when? your money stops, right? Like what happens at that point? Like everybody's looking at you like, Hey man, I, you've been paying my bills every month and now you lost your job. And now people are looking like, but I still need money because they, they've become dependent on you. Right. And a lot of times that, that ends up being, that's where that resentment comes in. So just be mindful of that. That's the only thing that I would say uh, about that. Just my personal opinion. Yeah, that's a good point, man. That's a very good point. Just like on the plane, where they say mm. put the um, put the put the with the oxygen on your face first, the mask. Be be a part of your own rescue. I think is the the term terminology or something like that. Like yeah, I can't rescue cue you before you rescue yourself. Something, but yeah, basically what we right. just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a good point. I mean, you can apply that to like all aspects of life man it's like even when it comes to like you know it's that work-life balance working a job is just like you know you don't want to get get it to the point where you're stressed out you having health issues this that and the other you mm -hmm. need to make sure you take care of yourself how can you be a, a good employee if you, you know if you're stressed out or you're having a health problem because of 
you know, your job or whatever. But right. yeah, I mean, obviously that's, that's a very good point, man. Take care of yourself first. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. You, so you're able to take care of somebody else. Yeah, no, that's real. The, the other part, man, um, let's see. The the marriage part, I mean, I'm the only married person here, but I would love to hear, Corey, like how you feel about that because I'm going to read it back just to make sure that we're all on one accord with everything. He says, um, my future wife, because I know that she is the one we've been dating for three years and I've been on her since junior high. And uh, what I need to do whenever I have kids of my own. So I do want to go back. He said he was 23 at the beginning of this. So um, they've been dating for, so it looks like they basically been dating like right out of high school. That's what, mm -hmm. I mean, he, he was 20. He said they've been dating for three years. So 20 to 23. Um, yeah. and he said he says she's the one. So I I don't hey. So I I'm so like I'm so I'm I'm single. So and I can't really give you what I say. I can't really give you. I can't give you any marriage advice because I'm not married. So I can't go down that road. Um, but I can speak for myself personally. Like I just know that at and not and this is just me now yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all of this i just know that all yeah, of this, right, is right. this, yeah, this, yeah. this is just you know i'm just speaking from my experience like i don't i wasn't mature enough at 23 to get married so um especially looking back on it now that i'm 38 not saying that you're not um not saying that you know you should move forward no i'm not saying any of that so it my my advice if, if i'm thinking okay i would approach it as okay you're my little brother Mm -hmm. And I'm going to give you a little brother advice. My thing is, hey, you know, if, if first of all, I would recommend marriage counseling um, for one, because that marriage counselor has the expertise to give you unbiased mm -hmm. advice and definitely get somebody that's, you know, they don't know y'all, you know, you're not right. related to them. So it can be unbiased because that marriage counselor can, you know, open your eyes to different things and not saying that they would, you know, make y'all break up or whatever, but they can, you know, open your eyes to different parts because marriage is, is, and, you know, I would take marriage as something serious, um, plan to, you know, I'm doing this one time and that's it. So right. it's, it's a lot of stuff you want, you want to think about and, you know, put your mind, towards as far as marriage so i mean that would be my first um that would be the first thing i would say hey you know speak with your partner about taking marriage counseling um also once again how the same thing we were saying about when you're looking for you know a mentor um for being a man developing as a man do the same thing with marriage find some other um you know young married couples or couples mm -hmm. that got married at, at a younger age um, because experience is the best teacher, so they're going to have a wealth of knowledge in addition to your marriage counselor to give to, to you know, you and your partner as far as things you can look out for. So that, I mean, that would be my advice on how to develop. I, I mean, I would say don't rush into anything. Uh, make sure there's open communication between, um, you know, you and your girlfriend about your expectations and right. a whole bunch of other things that your marriage counselor probably 
will talk to you about and also those those married couples because um getting advice from other single people probably not going to be the best when it especially when it comes to marriage because like i say, i'm not married so i can't see here and say oh you know you this that and the other um because i think that would be unfair but having a marriage counselor speaking you know um having these conversations with other young younger um married couples and older married couples and i mean i think that would be a good start to you, you know um seeing how things um would go you know when you take that step yeah no that that's actually great advice Corey. um being the married guy on the on the podcast at the moment i would say in addition to everything that Corey just said because I, I can honestly say at 23, I definitely know I wasn't ready to be married at 23. Uh, but that's my life and, and your life could be completely different. So definitely don't take what we're saying as like, oh, man, don't get married. Like, bro, if you know she the one, by all means, like, right. go for it. Ain't that not here in these streets, bro? I can tell you that right no, now. Ain't that as a single man. <laughs> yeah. Ain't yeah. nothing out here. Uh, what, I, what I will say is this, though. In addition to the marriage counseling, I will make sure that y'all got y'all finances in order. The beauty of being so young is that you have time on your side, right? Like I got married at 28 and while I wasn't all the way financially sound, we had conversations about finances prior to getting married. So we started, you know, the motions of going um, prior to us getting married. So I would say at 23, you have time on your side, so to speak, to to make improvements if you haven't already maybe you've already been on top of that and you're good to go and if you have like kudos to you broker that's a huge step at 23 uh but if you haven't this is a good time to utilize that that this space to do those things so like you know getting your credit check and um making sure you're a good steward with money right finding out if one of you all and some of these things will come up in marriage counseling but finding out who's the spender and who's the saver if both of y'all are, are, are spenders, then something will have to change. Um, if both of y'all are, are both of y'all are savers, then hey, that's that's great. You know what I mean. But you have to find out who that person is inside of your relationship and who that person will be inside of your marriage. Um, but finances is such a huge key, man, because you, you know, one of the. <laughs> I was reading a, a this article. And it said, you know, people don't talk about money and the person don't find out how someone feels about money until it's time for the wedding. And when it's time for the wedding, you have one person that want to spend five grand and the other person that wants to spend 50. And that's when most people find out how people are in the relationship about money. Right. And I'm, five, I'm five grand. <laughs> facts, facts, <laughs> facts. I, I, me too, bro. Like me too. Thankfully, my wife was on, on board with us being five grand too like we didn't need that extravagant wedding but that's once again that's just us bro like hey if you got it you making 1.5 million dollars a year and you want to spend fifty thousand on a wedding five hey. grand <laughs> <laughs> but what i'm saying is you know these these are conversations that need to be had prior to bro prior to you buying a ring y'all really need to be having these conversations like let's just keep right. it funky that's just me being as blunt as possible. Before you go out and, and buy a ring, make sure you're having these type of conversations because these conversations are going to let you know who you're with and the person you're going to be spending time with. Like you have to know if he or she is going to be somebody that's willing to go out and like spend blindly, then you need to know that. 
going into a marriage. So now you can adjust. Like there's nothing wrong with someone spending, like being a big spender, so to speak. The problem is, is when the other person don't know and you guys haven't communicated that. So now everything is just kind of up in the air. Like, yo, what are you doing? You just spent, you know, three grand here or five grand here. And the other person don't spend any money like that. So you need to make sure that you know that, because if you know that your, your spouse is going to be somebody that's spending, you know, they got five grand in expenses a month, then, you know, you just need to make, you need to make that type of money that can carry that lifestyle. And, and you know, right. if you don't, then y'all going to be in a world of problems. You're going to be in a world of debt and come when debt comes into play, then there's other things that come into play. So, um, make sure you're having those tough conversations. I don't care if you're somebody right now with poor credit, you, you own a, um, you're using your cash app card. You don't have a bank account. You know, if you're in that, if you're somebody that listened to this podcast and you're in that situation, you can come up out of that. But what's more important is that that person that you're planning to be with knows about that. And they're not just finding out in year three, that you don't have a bank account you don't you know what i mean like you, your credit is 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 420 or 520 these are things that the person that you're planning to be with don't need to find out at the last minute they need to know these things before y'all hit the i do's so at right. least you can put a play a plan in place to start working on it um but yeah that's that's what i would say about that bro so like kudos to you for even reaching out to us hopefully we were helpful um and you know we'll we'll probably expound on the on these topics a little bit more in the future but man you know just to sum it up bro hey get a mentor um don't be afraid to ask that those questions find somebody that can really reflect you man go to marriage counseling um make sure y'all are talking about finances and make sure that you on top of everything are working on being a better you before you step into the arena with somebody else um and so on and so forth man just to make sure that you know you're handling things accordingly because that's just not where you want to be at not where you want to be so and i when i say marriage counselor i'm saying i'm saying prior to you proposing Mm -hmm. um, to her not not after you you know um not after you, you know, proposed to her already, but before, and you know, that's something that you both talk about and agree to do. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, you know, at that age, that's, that's pretty good, man. You know, to start asking those questions and um, yeah, develop development as a man, because I mean, you know, you at that age, well, I mean, honestly, right after high school, but, um, but no, it's twenty three. Still a good age, man. That's 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 young, and so soak yeah. it all. Be a be a sponge and soak it all in because um, one day you're gonna be, you know, you're gonna be senior citizen status like us, and you're gonna be doing the same. No, that's gonna be doing the same thing, man. For somebody yeah. else. No, that that's real though. That's real, and that and that is what you should do. You should pay it forward. I definitely agree with that. Pay it forward to the next person, man, to make sure that they they um they get in the gyms too. So look, we appreciate y'all. We thought somebody was gonna get here on the live, man. Didn't nobody get here on the live. Um, 
and it actually turned out okay because we had a good conversation anyway <laughs> anyway yeah, we were live with each other man. we were live with each other we were trying something new this is what happened when you throw the link out at 11 o'clock at night on a weekday you know our audience like bro they 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 going to sleep right now they're trying to like get prepared for the next day so um right. we'll we'll be a little more prepared the next time we we actually throw up the live but um we appreciate y'all make sure y'all hit the uh subscribe um rate comment review do all of those things and make sure y'all tell a friend to tell a friend also we have a patreon community if you're interested in the patreon community hit the links in our bios all of that stuff here wherever th that link will be and um make sure you go and support us on patreon we have bonus content there we have a whole other um podcast our black afterthoughts that we record there and we even have bonus episodes of a podcast that we recorded back in 2019 with our first initial idea um and so if you want that you can get that on on patreon as well so uh we salute y'all we thank y'all so much uh for rocking with us and and hey outside of that core you got anything you want to add hey stay safe be safe watch your surroundings <laughs> cash money <laughs> cash money <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We'll see y'all next week. The Black, Black Men Think, Think Podcast. Podcast.